Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocTalk. ZocTalk is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocTalk is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Okay, everyone. Hi, welcome to November. It's November 1st. This comes out. And uh, we have a special guest. We've had Eva on the show for a little bit now. And I don't know if we've had our other uh, special guest come on after Eva yet. But we have a third special guest, depending on what order you're listening to this in. Uh, She has been on the show before, back in episode 23. So it's been a while. And we've got the Stinky Witch in the house. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little out of practice. Uh, welcome, Allison. How are you? How are you doing today? Happy November 1st. Thank you. Yeah, ask me how I'm doing. Like it's the first time we've spoken today. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? Um, you know, (laughs) (laughs) do I? I actually don't think that I've asked you how you are today. Where? Oh, that's well, I'm stressed because our room is a mess. And I know how you feel about that. Um, you can't tell from this perspective. So. I put the camera on. I intentionally, if we were to move our bodies, specific, if Allison moved her body, you would see some of the stuff that gives uh, Allison some strife in our relationship. So we'll see what happens. I might do a little shimmy shake. You know, who knows? If you're watching this on YouTube, um, leave a comment below because Allison tried very hard with her makeup today. She looks so pretty. So please make her feel good. Um, And today we are doing some listener stories for those of you who are brand new. 
we put out a personal listener story on the first of every month where you can submit your own ghost and true crime stories to us. And since it's November 1st, I imagine this has some Halloween theme to it since Halloween was yesterday. Do we know what we're doing for Halloween yet since we're recording in advance? We do. Yeah. What are we doing? We're going to House of Spirits. Uh, oh, yes. Which is sort of like half cocktail party, half haunted house. Yeah. So Also, like, there's a pinch of f- full male frontal nudity. Um, I mean, there was last year, so we can only <laughs> hope for this year. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. Um, it was actually the special treat you get after uh, you have to get, go through, like, eight different rooms to get eight different drinks. And the ninth drink is, like, your prize after drinking the other eight. And there was like, you couldn't access that room until you had the other eight. And in that room, there was a naked man. It was very odd. They don't put that in their Instagram app. <laughs> it's definitely the scariest part of the Halloween attraction. <laughs> um, anyway, so thank you to Eva who put these uh, stories together for us. Uh, apparently one of them, she has warned me, is pretty uh, narcissistic for her. It uh, apparently has something to do with her, which I don't know what that means. But I'm excited to find out what gives Eva's ego joy. Um, And if you'd like to send in your own stories for the future first of the month episodes, you can do that on our website. So uh, do you want to go first or me? Usually I go first, but you are the guest. Yeah, sure. I'll go first. Let me take a little sip of my drink first. Oh, tell people what you're drinking, Allison. You did a, you did this intentionally. It's got a theme to it. This is actually my second drink. Um, The first (laughs) one I told Em about was a death in the Gulf stream. Okay. Which was invented by Ernest Hemingway, I learned. Is that not what this is? This is not. Uh, this is a gin and sin. A gin and sin? That's right. A little that's bit of fun. <laughs> I, well, the other one, it, was, it had death to it. Seemed right for and that's why we drink. Um, this one has sin to it. So and like, this one has sin. And it matches you. you got a whole orange theme oh, going yeah. on. A post-Halloween that's true. style. Um, all right. Well... I guess this is your story because we made sure the font was a thousand percent just for you. Thank you. So we usually read the the subject line first. Okay. So uh, the subject line for this one is, I think my cousin walked my grandma into the afterlife like in Coco. Oh, that's sweet. And it also says, happy Dia de los Muertos. Perfect. And uh, and then I'm going to look away so I'm not reading off the same screen and, and surprising myself with the story. So you, you scroll how you need to. Okay. So uh, this was submitted by Alex, who uses pronouns she, her. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Ah, it's like you listen to the <laughs> show, Allison. It is fun to be on this side of it and see what you're actually reading. <laughs> um. All right. And, uh, oh, oh, okay. So it starts with hello to baby Leona. I would also like to say hello to baby Leona. Okay. Yeah. We, we have yet to say hello to her at the same time. Have we? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you FaceTimed with the little baby at all yet? I have not. I've only done it once and she was sleeping and probably pooping, which (laughs) couldn't be a more proud (laughs) funkel, but she, she seems to be super low maintenance so far. So we know nothing else beyond that, except she's very cute. All right, so Alex says hello to baby Leona and hello to all other animals and humans as well. Hello back to you. Um, Love your podcast and thank you for making me laugh while I'm bored to death, no pun intended, at work. This story is sad, but I believe the ending really encompasses the true meaning of Dia de los Muertos. 
It's a day to celebrate your family that has passed on, but finding comfort in knowing that they're together waiting for you when it's your time to leave this earth. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Okay, let's crack into it. Hey. Should I have let you said that? I wouldn't have known. I wasn't looking at the screen. (laughs) You said it very nicely, Alison. Thank you. Um, My grandmother has had pretty advanced Alzheimer's, and ever since I was little, I remember being really young, like even age four or five, and her asking me the same three questions over and over within a 10-minute time period. Whoa. However, she never forgot who everyone was and was still really good with names until she died. This is important. Oh, okay. When my grandpa died when I was about 15, she couldn't remember that he passed away. So you can imagine how hard it was having to tell her over and over again that he passed away when she was looking for him. Mm. My cousin Miranda, who is four years older than me, I'm currently 25, had the absolute purest soul of anyone I have ever known to this day. She was the cousin who always took the time, even when she was a teenager, to come sit with my grandma just to spend time with her or go on long walks with my grandpa. She adored them. Sadly, we lost my cousin tragically, and it really shook the whole family. With my grandma's Alzheimer's and how she never remembered my grandpa no longer being with us, it was the obvious decision not to tell her what happened to my cousin. Mm. Sure. That's terrible. One night, a couple years later, toward the end of my grandma's life, my brother's girlfriend had taken the shift to watch my grandma. They were sitting in the living room that is pretty secluded from the rest of the house, and my brother's girlfriend said that she heard a loud bang from the back room that's past the kitchen. Mm. Obviously startled, my brother's girlfriend got up to see what it was until my grandma stopped her and said, don't worry, it's just my granddaughter, Miranda. Oh, that was sweet. (laughs) My brother's girlfriend, obviously knowing my cousin passed away, was like, WTF. (laughs) What a trooper. Can't believe she still stayed after that. (laughs) (laughs) Fast forward, I think a couple months later, my grandma is in her hospice bed. Um, Couldn't say anything until my aunt, my cousin's mom, said the day before she died, she reached into the air and kept calling Miranda, Mm. Miranda. She passed away that night. Wow. Dia de los Muertos is a day for family. It is to remember not the way your family member died, but to celebrate their life, knowing that one day you will be with them again. I like to think my cousin stuck around to keep my grandma company until she died because that is just so like Miranda. (laughs) I love Miranda. She's fun. She sounds so sweet. She sounds a peach. And then Alex says, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine it just like in the movie Coco where they walked across the beautiful orange bridge in the sky to join my grandpa where they could all be together again. That's sweet. That's so sweet. Sorry this was so long, but thanks for anyone even reading this. I hope everyone has a nice day remembering their family members and honoring their spirits. XOXO. Oh, that's nice. That's so sweet. Did you ever watch Coco? No. Oh, did I tell you about when I watched it? No. I cried really hard in the theater. (laughs) I feel like that seems to be the theme, though. Everyone I've talked to about Coco, I mean, I'm not having like a thousand conversations a day about Coco, but anytime I have mentioned it, people just go... Oh, like just all have this real emotional moment with it. So I think I cried at the beginning. I cried at the end. I cried a lot. And I also (laughs) went with a friend who I like really didn't know that well. So it was really awkward that I was was sobbing at the end. Who'd you go with? 
Natalia? <laughs> wow. I no, I think I'm afraid. I mean, going into that movie, it sounds like I also have to be prepared to just be an emotional wreck for the rest of the day. So it's really good, though. I'm sure it's great. I am just afraid of having I have to be for sure in a mental space for that a headspace to cry. You have to be like ready for a good cry, <laughs> but a heartwarming cry. Yeah. Yeah. I I've heard the gist, I think, of the movie. I we'll watch it together. Some maybe we can do that for Halloween too. No, I'm not ready to be sobbing on oh. Halloween. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's why I don't want to watch it either. I don't want to cry. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you so much, Alex, for that story. Alex, thank you, right? Alex. Yes. Also, loving your um, just because I know you so well. Which, by the way, this is so sweet because last time you were on here, I just had the biggest crush on you. I still do. I was gonna say I still have a big crush on you. But I, it was it was supposed to be secret, except uh, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people were like, "No, we we knew." So should I like put my arm around you? Okay. Like the last the time, days? oh, Christine isn't here to stop us now, which was the fun part because uh, the last time we recorded together when we just had crushes on each other uh allison was definitely tipsy yes oh, yeah and kept putting her arm around me and i who can't read a single damn sign i was like oh wow she's that's a nice that's a nice friend there <laughs> i was like not aware that she was trying to make the moves and poor christina to sit across from us we were sitting like this last time yeah except we were sharing a mic yeah which yeah. is my excuse for putting my arm around. Right. We had to be close. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, poor Christine. She's probably just rolling her eyes right now listening <laughs> to this. She's like, I can't delete all of this footage anymore like I could last time. Um, but no, last it was uh, I now that I know you well, though, it's fun to hear you try to to read the stories because you've got your office voice, your phone. Oh, voice. Oh, is that my phone voice? Yeah. Mm. I love Allison's phone voice. It's very fun. Just because you go, hello. And then afterwards, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> eating better is easy with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes there's over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long Get started today and get after your goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required and it's less expensive than takeout. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is a perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. I've found myself recently recommending Factor to so many people in my life and this food is really good. So Blaze and I actually get to pick our own meals every week and, you know, separate them in the little drawer in the fridge and, uh, uh, make sure the other keeps their hands off. I personally love the cold brew smoothies. Those are always my go-to in the morning if I'm running around dropping Leona off, don't have time to cook myself breakfast. It's a great solution. Head to factormeals.com slash drink50 and use code drink50 to get 50% off. That's code drink50 at factormeals.com slash drink50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Okay, moving on to story number two. This is uh, called the unknown college cryptid with the question mark. So even we're even the writer's unsure here. Mysterious. 
This is from Dominica. Dominica? Dominica? Dominica. Okay, you're probably more right than I am on that. Dominica. Who is she, her pronouns? That I got. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Um, And the story goes, greetings and salutations to Eva and Leona. Okay, I think this is Eva's ego story because... It doesn't say hello to anyone else. I'm like, I know I'm not like a part of a normal part of the podcast, but I do feel a little bit left out. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings and salutations to Eva and Leona only. Uh, Love your work. Love your guts. That's nice. Uh, Wish you loved my guts, but that's okay. I appreciate you anyway. Uh, I have an unknown cryptid sighting that I still haven't been able to explain to this day. You're just looking at me. I'm trying not to read the story. Look over there. What's wrong with you? During my third year of college, I lived in a two-floor apartment with my best friend uh, and a girl whose guts I did, in fact, hate. Not a Megan, not a Scorpio, or a citrus fruit. Wow. So you found the rare one. Who's left? (laughs) In the bedroom I shared with my best friend, our beds were parallel, and we put a dresser under the window between our beds to use as a shared nightstand. Our campus is in the middle of the woods, and my apartment was on the outer edges so the parking lot for the dorms was surrounded by woods this was a few years ago i think during the fall of 2016 so the details may be a little rusty but what i saw still baffles me i was sitting at it one day doing homework while people watching doing homework or people watching i feel like they're not the same thing you can do a little bit of both a little bit of this a little bit of that the second i people watch i am not doing homework let's just put it that way (laughs) while looking outside i saw a creature i had never seen before when i told my friend i described it as a cartoon halloween cat with its back impossibly arched like the one in our in our lobby we do have one of those in our (laughs) lobby we there's there's some cat decor that our property man the property manager made the whole lobby look all halloween and spooky and there's a, a piece of cat decor where every time I see it, it looks like if it were a live cat, you would need to take it to a chiropractor. Its whole back is like a <laughs> like half an M. It's, you know. I wouldn't describe it as a cryptid, though. No, that's just a cat with a problem. It, looks, it just looks too much like a real cat. Like frighteningly. <laughs> yeah. like every time cat. I go, huh, but not because it's a cat. It's because its back is so, it scares me. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> also, I realized half an M is an N. <laughs> okay um a cartoon halloween cat with its back impossibly arched it was tan and on reflection looked like a greyhound but almost physically impossible with its back arched the way it was there was no way it was a dog or a cat or a deer or anything it was thin and long with four skinny legs and its eyes were huge and black hmm it was in the road walking towards the woods, and I remember it walking awkwardly. Well, it's- it sounds like there's no other way to walk when that's your body shape. <laughs> I know. Uh, like it was shuffling with its front two legs meeting its back two on every stride. With its front. It's like almost like in a running. Like, don't animals run with their front, then their back, then their front, then their back? No? I think, like, the the left front and the left back would like meet each other there's too many legs i can never keep up with, and then vice versa with the movements so many uh when i first saw it i really didn't question what i was seeing <laughs> what? why <laughs> i certainly <laughs> would have uh, i mean i guess if you're on a college campus like you see a lot of weird things but that's that true. seems like one to notice <laughs> i would at least double take yeah uh 
I remember watching it curiously, not thinking much of it. And only when it was closer to the trees did my brain realize it was seeing something completely foreign. <laughs> I hadn't bothered to grab my phone. I couldn't have taken a quality picture anyway. I stood up and watched it enter the woods completely baffled. It was such a bizarre experience and I really can't explain it. I've never heard of a cryptid like that here in northern New Jersey. That sounds like, well, it could be like a Jersey Devil situation, maybe? Whatever it is, it would be a fitting mascot for my alumnus. What kind oh. of school did you go to? Uh, <laughs> thank you for this show and community. Y'all were my first true crime and paranormal podcast and set the standard in my heart. If you've ever, uh, if you're ever passing through, come by, come stop by for lunch and a drink at the Haunted Vineyard. Oh my gosh. Uh, love y'all. Domenica. Domenica. Okay. I almost said Dominica again. And I knew it was wrong. Uh, XOXO. Thank you so much. And I like the little heart. I want to know what um, her college mascot actually was, if that would right. be a fitting one. <laughs> <laughs> like, was it was it so different from this animal that we should consider drastically changing it? I don't know. What's I can't think of a school that... What's the weirdest mascot you've heard of? Probably the Syracuse Orange. Okay, well, that is a cryptid, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> a walking, talking orange with eyes? No, that's 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 supernatural. I do remember visiting the University of Richmond and the fact that the mascot was a spider, and there were just spiders yeah. everywhere, like, really freaked me out. Oh, I, I think because I grew up next to it, I'm fine with that. You know what's weird is the Gamecock, speaking of your area. That's weird. It's a rooster. It's weird. It's a weird name. It's a fighting rooster, I guess. To, but like for so many people in a in an arena just go screaming like go cox like come on i think maybe, are they saying maybe that? they enjoy maybe saying that. maybe it's you know? kind of fun it's a little like naughty <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> i like the idea of south carolina have doing something a little fruity so speaking of <laughs> the syracuse orange I, I don't know. I'm trying to tie it in please go tell your story i see the word naked and i'm already <laughs> nervous about the next story okay um, so let's see this one. The subject is I scared the shit out of my naked stalker. Oh, literally. Oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> I feel like we don't even need to read the story. A- we know it's going to happen. <laughs> a- There's <laughs> twists and turns I'm already prepared for. But like, so it's your stalker who is naked, who is pooping. And also you scared him. It's like, <laughs> um, wasn't pooping until they got scared. <laughs> right, okay. Sounds like I would, that sounds like you have every right to be the scared one, but I'll, let's see how the story goes. All right. So this is from Jay who uses she, her pronouns. You Thank you for it? normalizing pronouns. I thought I'd let you say it this time. Thank you. All right. Um, so Jay says, hi, I'm in Christine. I mean, Allison. <laughs> right. I've been listening to the podcast for about a year now, and I figured it was time to share my story. I've been having nightmares about it lately, and I've only talked about it with people close to me. I'm sorry it's so long, but I promise it's worth the read, and it's 100% true. I don't think anyone could make this shit up. I wonder if that's a like purposeful pun. I feel like... I th- <laughs> let's pretend it is, because that's creative writing right there. Okay. The story starts around June of 2017, when I was 19. My dad had just moved out of the house a few months before, and our only large dog had recently passed away. Oh, that's sad. This is important because at the time, it was just me, my mom, and our Yorkie Trixie living in the house. Side note, I love the name Trixie for Yorkie. I don't know why. It just seems so right. It's very fitting. Trixie feels like a petite little name. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like I think little, it'd be funny if yeah. Trixie could also be like a big ass like bull mastiff or something. It's like such a dainty name for such a big funky animal, <laughs> you know? All right. Um, we lived in a nice middle class neighborhood where there was a little crime. Oh, sorry. There was little crime, not a little crime. <laughs> Just one little crime at a time. <laughs> sorry. I was like, oh, oh sorry. Oh, You're geez, good. I'm just a mess. Um, I'm just going to start that sentence over. <laughs> we lived in a nice middle class neighborhood where there was little crime and people often left their doors unlocked. My mom and I are super close and we were working our asses off to make ends meet. We weren't able to share this story on social media at the time because my mom's business was her only source of income and sharing it would have turned away potential clients. If we had been able to, this case would likely have been solved a lot sooner. I was up at around 4 a.m. on a Friday, which wasn't normal for me. I was sitting on my bed with Trixie, texting my boyfriend that I was heading to bed when I heard the back door close. Mm. I was certain I'd heard it, but I didn't want to believe it. Oof. I feel like I, this happens to me all the time. Whenever oh. I'm whenever what? I'm home <laughs> whenever I'm home alone, I always hear like noises. It's well, like inside the apartment. We live in an apartment, so it could be anyone's door. That's what I tell myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I sometimes hear a sound and then I just go, no, thank you. And then I just keep going with whatever I'm up to. But see, your assumption is that it's a ghost and my assumption is that it's a murderer. Maybe not. Maybe I'm letting the robber know. I'm like, I said no <laughs> in case you needed my... <laughs> no, thank you. In case you were wondering, I, you had my consent on this. <laughs> you don't. Okay. Jay was certain that she'd heard the door close but didn't want to believe it. Then Trixie started to bark. I saw how alert she was and felt a pit forming in my stomach. I imagined someone waiting at the end of the hallway for me to poke my head out. Ooh. I texted my boyfriend that I'd heard something and he told me to call the cops, but I had never done it before and I thought my mom would be upset if I called them over one noise. This seems mm. to be a theme. Yeah. With your <laughs> listener stories. And with Christine at all. It's ever, it's everyone is afraid to be a bother and then and then something really horrible happens. I think I would probably think the exact same thing though. I would do. Yeah. I mean it's I think it's uh especially if you are not someone like a sh straight cishet man. You know what I mean? Just to bring politics into this. But I've, sure, bring it in. <laughs> well, no, I feel like we like anyone who was raised, it, it, you know, female at all is like, you know, be submissive and, and don't be don't a, bother. a bother. Don't yeah. get in the way, you know. So, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's see. Uh, okay, so Jay's mom, her room was across the hall, so I mustered up my courage to open the door and bolted. Mom wasn't happy, but she saw how scared I was and agreed to walk around the house with me. It was actually pretty comical. I grabbed a hammer and she grabbed a high heel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, you're really fitting the trope here. <laughs> like, not making, you're not helping yourself. <laughs> okay, but I'm also having flashbacks to when I have also grabbed things that were not necessarily weapons to do this exact What's same. something you've grabbed? Like a hairbrush or like, <laughs> a, I don't know, a wine bottle. But at least I guess that has a little bit of like oomph behind it. I guess so. Okay, so I grabbed a hammer and she grabbed a high heel while we held hands and searched the house. My boyfriend texted his friends who lived nearby to drive around the outside of the house. We found nothing, but the back door was unlocked. We sometimes forget to lock it. And I noticed the backyard motion light was on. My mom went back to sleep and I tried to forget about it. 
Looking back, I realize I must have just heard him leaving. Woo. I hate that. I hate that too. I don't know why I hate that as much as him waltzing on in. Like, like you well, think because it, you, then that means that you would you didn't hear him come in. Yeah, and he knew you were walking around looking for him too. Ugh. You know. Yeah. Okay. The next day, I was sitting in the living room where the back door is located and noticed my parents' wedding album sitting on the floor next to the TV. It was super dusty and had fresh fingerprints on it. I asked my mom if she had been looking at it, but she was exhausted from work and passively said no. I didn't want to keep bringing it up, so I didn't mention anything further, but it gave me the creeps. Yeah, that it would, they were, it would, I don't know why. It's just such an intimate, you would think if someone's breaking into your house, they're breaking into your house to just steal something and leave, but to take the moment and like look at your family, like. It feels like way more personal. Yeah, yeah. Like learning about your family or learning about the people that might be in the house. Two months later, I would have the most terrifying night of my life. Oh, geez. It was a Friday in August. And after eight hours on my feet working at a pizza shop, I was ready to get home and take a shower. My mom was having a well-deserved night out with her friends. So I had to walk home that night, but it wasn't a long walk. And I never felt scared in my neighborhood. I know better than to have my face in my phone while I'm walking at night, but I had had a particularly rough shift and I wanted to look at cute animals. Oh, that's relatable. Mm-hmm. I only looked up from my phone about four houses down from my house. I saw that the lights were on and I rolled my eyes at my mom's hypocrisy because um, she was always on me about turning out the lights before I left. Mm-hmm. I got to the door and started unlocking it. I dropped my keys and I was already cringing at the thought of Trixie's impatient barking at me for taking so long, but it was strangely silent. No. Nope. No, thank you. (laughs) Trixie, now I really wish you were that bull mastiff I was talking about. (laughs) Finally, my key turned. I opened the door and I saw him. Oh, I assume you don't mean Trixie. (laughs) I distinctly remember my brain thinking, you're not supposed to be here. (sighs) The man I saw was bald with little wire glasses. He seemed to be in his late 40s. His nose was big and his eyes even bigger, staring into mine with shock. I remember how wrinkled his forehead got when he raised his eyebrows. The whites of his eyes were huge. The detail here is like disturbing. The fact that you were able to memorize his face that quickly. I would he would it would be a black mass as far as I'm concerned. I wouldn't know anything. I I would have totally froze. Yeah. So congratulations on yeah. being able to like arguably sketch this man. He had his back to me and was walking out of my bathroom 10 feet away wearing only a hoodie. Only a hoodie. Yikes. Okay. So at least he's not 100% nude, but the 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 part we don't care about was was covered the the goods are still showing it seems i saw his pasty white cheeks peeking out under the bottom and i screamed i mean scream regardless but like especially because of the pasty (laughs) cheeks i had never screamed a scream of deep and genuine fear before Mm. i discovered that day that i'm not someone who freezes in an emergency i book it good Good for for you. you i that's not me I would be so useless. I would, uh, Allison hits people when she gets scared. Or yeah, I'm a fight. I'm a fight response, not a flight response. <laughs> Fun fact: if, if if it's between the two of us, Allison's saving both of our lives. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> 
I couldn't feel my legs as I ran down the street. I was so afraid to look back because that's when all the women in horror movies trip and die. <laughs> Good thinking, though. Honestly, yes, yeah. absolutely. Run as fast mm -hmm. as you can. Do not look back. Yep. You're, that's what you do. Was he following me? Where do I go for help? What? Where's Trixie? Oh, where's girl, Trixie? where is Trixie? That's what I've been oh, asking. no. Luckily, at the end of the street, my friend was sitting on their porch waiting for their girlfriend to come over. They said, hey, Jay, how's it going? It's like, no, <laughs> like, no not time. Well. No time. <laughs> <laughs> but I was already running past them to their door. I was a stuttering mess. Someone's in my house. Please let me inside. Please. I don't know where he went. We have to get inside. Their parents were home and we called the police together. Ooh, okay. Good thinking, though. Yeah, like, truly. Get, yeah, get to safety. The police checked out the house, but it seemed that he ran out the back door when I ran out the front. Thankfully, Trixie was relaxing in the living room when they walked in. Jay chilling. Where the hell has Trixie been? Is Trixie like pals with this guy? <laughs> also, but that does tell you like for this man to be so confidently walking around in your own home, like taking his pants off, like doing the shuffle from the bathroom to the bedroom because he left his pants somewhere else. Like that, this is not his second time in your home. Like he has been coming and going, especially for your dog to not even react. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't even walk from one room to the other without my pants on. Okay. And I live here. Well. <laughs> Just no comment. Sorry. No comment. <laughs> you are the only one of three that can say that. <laughs> RJ and I love not wearing pants. I gotta so. keep my pasty cheeks hidden away. <laughs> um, so, okay. So Trixie was fine, apparently. They brought me inside to look around for anything missing and had dogs search the outside to see where he might have gone. All of our valuables were there. However, when I walked into the bathroom, I noticed that our toothbrushes were lined up along the sink. Ooh, do you think he's brushing his teeth with your toothbrush? It would be thrown away. That's for damn sure. If he touched the toothbrush at all, that's going in the garbage. Everything I own would go in the garbage at this point. Okay, that's true. I knew that I hadn't done that, but thought that maybe my mom had when she was cleaning. Everything else seemed to be normal from what I could tell. My mom got home as the cops were finishing up. She was able to look around after they left and was freaked out about the toothbrushes and threw them away. Good. Mm -hmm. She hadn't lined them up. The only thing she noticed missing was a pair of her dirty underwear. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, the whole dresser would go in the fire, honestly. I'd be like, I, we're just going shopping. Okay, but also like... I would not notice if a pair of my underwear went missing. I, I, dirty underwear too in the laundry. I'm like, it's going to take me three weeks to figure that out. <laughs> Honestly, I never know anymore. Like, laundry is such a enigma to me. I couldn't tell you what's clean, what's dirty, what's missing. So, I've, there are shirts that I haven't seen in weeks. And for all I know, <laughs> months even. Months. I don't know. I have so many clothes. I, it really, if, if someone wanted to break into our house and only steal my shirts, you could probably get away with stealing like a hundred shirts and I wouldn't even know. So yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're, half of them are on the floor. I know, Allison, your body's covering them up right now from the camera. <laughs> okay. So back to the story. All I could think about that night as I tried to sleep was that he was walking out of the bathroom. My plan was to walk straight there and hop into the shower. What would have happened if I hadn't dropped my keys and right. walked in a few seconds before while he was in the bathroom? Right. Or a few seconds after when he had snuck into another room and waited while I took a shower. Oh, oh God. Gross. As horrible as it was, I was so grateful that I saw him at the exact time I did. 
The cops had found a smeared handprint on the glass of our back door where the man had pushed it open, but it wasn't clear enough for prints. They also found footprints on the AC unit near my mom's bedroom window where he had been standing and watching. I hate that. No. It's terrible. (laughs) Absolutely not. I took my best friend around the backyard the next day to show her everything they had found. She paused. Um, Jay, what is that shit? Oh, here we go. (laughs) Oh, is that shit? Oh, oh, the poop, right? I I forgot about the poop. I looked where she was pointing. There was a line of human shit going from the grass near the back door to the fence in my backyard. A line? Yo, I think she gave him explosives. I think he couldn't keep it in and left a trail as he ran. You know what I mean? I mean. The old diarrhea. (laughs) In case you didn't know what I'm talking about. I got it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But she says it was about four pieces. And trust me, they were not from any kind of animal. That doesn't sound like it to me. That sounds like purposeful. Like marking territory? But like while walking? I don't know. This doesn't feel human. crab walk? I don't don't know. Maybe it's just like one of those like large waddle steps. But even then, like what's the point? It feels, I mean, I think it's fair for this person to think that they scared the poop out of them because you can't logically think like, oh yeah, they just chose to poop while walking away, you know? Like it makes... The next line is, the man wasn't wearing pants anyway, so I'm sure it just slipped out. But truly, like, I mean, easy access, easy exit. You know, <laughs> it's gross. I don't know what the reason. I don't know what the reason is. I would guess too that that we scared him because I can't think of a reason why someone would just start. Or maybe, <laughs> okay, sorry. Or maybe like maybe the person was actually having like stomach problems, and when they walked in, because I mean he was coming out of the bathroom anyway. Maybe he was like already hurting. And then when he got caught, he was like, he had to leave. And he was like, well, I'm not done going to the bathroom. But he just kept going. I'm trying to think of a logical story. I can't think of one. She scared the poop out of him. Or he already had a, a, a bowel issue and like she scared him out of the bathroom. And therefore all he had left was the outdoors. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Let's go with you scared the poop out of him because it's a much better story. Agreed. Okay. It's still terrifying, though, to be fair. Just the fucking worst. Okay. So, obviously. Yes. She called the investigators back to take any evidence they could. Unfortunately, it just resulted in me standing over the logs with a cop saying, yep, that's from a human, all right. (laughs) I'll add it to the file. Thank you, officer. (laughs) Why are you standing over the logs? Can't you just stand near them? (laughs) He said they couldn't collect evidence from it. What? Why? That's literal DNA, right? I don't know how collecting poop works. I don't either. Okay. Uh, A week later on Sunday, mom received a package in the mail. It was a keychain that said, you'll be in my heart forever. Yuck. Oh. She asked if my boyfriend had sent it. Hell no. That's cheesy AF. (laughs) yikes and when she looked on her amazon account she saw that it was ordered from her own (gasps) account the previous friday so they were on her computer nobody else had access to her account we had both been out of the house that friday so that's interesting because my first thought was oh this 
maybe this person like got the hint and said like, it's time for me to not be coming back here anymore. So let me send you a parting gift. But they sent the gift from the house before getting caught, which means from her account. Oh, from the, well, I guess, I guess it could have been done from. Yeah. It could have like, if from a different they'd computer. had a login to her account, they could have done it from somewhere else. I guess so. Okay. How insulting though, to be like, here's a gift from me, but I paid for it with your credit card. <laughs> I mean, that's not the most insulting part of this, obviously, but <laughs> sure. it's still like just an extra kick in the crotch. It's, it's like, also, you have less money now. I technically did rob you. <laughs> oh, okay. At this point, my mom decided to get security cameras and an alarm system. Good. At the time, we could only afford indoor cameras, but it would be enough to at least be able to check the house before we went in. We had signs around the front of the house that said we had a security system, and as the weather got colder, I started to feel more safe in my house. I figured no one was pervy enough to hang around the windows in 15-degree weather with their cheeks out. (laughs) (laughs) But as summer approached, my anxiety worsened again. Oh, yeah. In June of 2018, my friend sent me a girl's post on Facebook. She lived around the block from me and posted a vague message describing the man that I saw and saying to keep an eye out because there's something very scary, because something very scary happened tonight. Oh, so like now he's up to no good somewhere else Mm. nearby. I messaged her with my story and asked what happened. She said she was sitting in the bathroom when she heard taps on the window. (gasps) She looked up to see a man in the window. Oh my God. Her parents were home and she screamed for her dad who ran out and yelled at him. He was fumbling with his pants before he hopped the fence and ran away. This guy needs to get it together with his fucking pants. (laughs) Kidding me? The police told her they couldn't do anything. Honestly, I was getting fed up with it. I was tired of having panic attacks if I heard a raccoon outside or being scared to take my laundry into the basement at night. I'm also scared of raccoons outside and taking my laundry into the basement at night, but like I have never had trauma, so I can't imagine how bad it must be. Yeah, truly. As soon as it started to get dark in the evening, I would rush to close all the curtains so I wouldn't have to feel him watching me. I had nightmares about waking up to him watching me sleep and some dreams where I beat his ass, which were very therapeutic. Okay, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I felt like this man had ruined my ability to feel safe at home and I was pissed. So I started to face my fears. I would walk into dark rooms, look out the windows at night, and I even took a self-defense course. Good. Wow. I still, the fact that it's all based in like consistent trauma is really just horrible. Mm -hmm. But my biggest test was to sleep alone in my house in the summer. My mom had left for five days around the 4th of July. She had the only car between us. So I spent most of my time with my boyfriend. One night, my boyfriend was busy, and I decided I would stay alone to show myself I could do it. My anxiety got worse and worse as the night drew on, but eventually I decided I needed to try to sleep. I was so angry at myself because no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't make myself turn the lights off. I don't blame you, though. Like, do not feel bad about yourself at all. I would never sleep with the lights off again. I thought, Jay, come on. It's been a year and nothing has happened to you. You have literally scared the shit out of this man. Are you going (laughs) to live the rest of your life sleeping with the lights on because of one creepy asshole? I'd like to think he also, wherever he is in the world at, at this point, is having trouble sleeping just because he remembers he pooped all over someone's property like out of embarrassment i hope he wouldn't show his face again at the very least because logic isn't working so i'd like to think he's at least ashamed enough that he wouldn't approach you i don't know 
I'm just hoping he doesn't come back in this story. I see we've got a whole other page left and I'm nervous. We'll see. Uh, unfortunately, I was a weenie. I slept with the lights on. That doesn't make you a weenie. No, just my not opinion. at all. The next night was a Friday and I just had a terrible feeling. I told my boyfriend I couldn't sleep there. We stopped by my house after work to let Trixie out and then left to sleep at his place for the night. An hour later, I got a call from my mom. Did you trip the alarm? Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. No, I said, I'm not even home. It says your bedroom window is open. For fuck's sake. So, okay, keep going. My stomach dropped. My mom said that the cops would be on their way and she would keep me updated. I was 25 minutes away from the house, so I stayed at my boyfriend's for the night and waited. The next day, we checked out the house. It had taken the police 20 minutes to get to my house, which is six minutes from the station. When oh. they got there... Yikes. When they got there, they saw no signs of forced entry and left. We weren't home to let them in, so they weren't able to see inside. When I arrived, I was able to see that someone had opened the window and climbed halfway in before hearing the alarm system and replaced the screen before leaving. I had had a bunch of photos and trinkets on my windowsill that were now strewn everywhere on my bed. When my mom watched the security footage, you could hear the window opening and see Trixie jump at the sound of my stuff clattering to the floor. Mm. The front garden was also trampled, and it was visible that someone was trying to get into the windows on the front of the house. This window was right over the bed that I was sleeping in the <gasps> night before. God. It set back all the work I had done on conquering my fears. I was going to say, like, you have every right to never be able to sleep well ever again. <laughs> like, I, I, the fact that it took you a year to finally have the bravery, and then the day that you would be there by yourself... Which, like, it's not just, like, what are the odds? It feels like for a year this person, for all we know, was watching you the whole time, waiting for you to be alone again. Like, who knows? It's really, really It's terrible. really disturbing. How messed up was this guy? He climbed into a window that was clearly marked as having an alarm on it and was so desperate to get in that he was walking in front of the house where anyone could see him. He's gone from sneaking around to knocking on windows and waiting to be seen. Did the thrill of being seen by me and not getting caught make him push the boundaries more? If I had been in the bed and it had taken the cops 20 minutes to get there, who knows what could have happened? Exactly. Especially for the police department to only be six minutes away. And isn't the average, I don't know if this is, it's, someone chime in if, uh, if I'm wrong, but I think like cops are supposed to be, are supposed to be timed to be able to get to your place within eight minutes or something. I don't know. I think that's the number. So 20 minutes, gross. Yeah, anything could have happened. And like, what are the odds that both times you were just like a hair away from ha having a real run in with this guy of like, like alone, when alone, your mom's not home. dropping your keys. And then he walked out of the bathroom. And now you were supposed to be in that bed an hour before you left. Crazy. Sorry for the dogs. If you can hear them, everyone. It's Trixie. <laughs> Sorry. That was... <laughs> The, poli Allison. the police finally started to take us seriously. Finally. Mm -hmm. Took freaking long enough. Over a year. And set up a sketch artist appointment with me. Even though it had been a year since I had first seen him, we produced a sketch that looked just like him. It creeped me out to see the face again that had haunted me for so long. <sighs> I won't go into it, but the detectives were extremely unhelpful after this. The, honestly, Priest. not shocking based on everything you've said in the story so far. Also, like, yeah, for the, uh, so now that I'm saying that they were unhelpful, I feel like I can get on a little tirade here. But, like, for them to have shown up at your house, first of all, 20 minutes late, and then also for them to be like, well, we couldn't get in the house. It's like, uh, there's an open fucking window, bro. Like, you can get in the house. Like, he certainly did. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. 
They were constantly mixing up my story. They thought I was a different witness and they stopped responding to calls. When I went in person to look into the case, a detective told me it was closed. For fuck's sake. Truly. I was working and going to school full time. So eventually I gave up trying. Ultimately, the man was caught. Hey, thank God. But like, wow, took a million fucking years. Yeah, really. A woman in a neighborhood nearby called the police when he started knocking on her bedroom windows in the middle of the night. So like exactly what had happened to her neighbor. They just took this person more seriously or he left evidence behind. Like, I don't. How come they took like the third person seriously and not her? When they showed up, he hopped in his car and led them on a chase before being caught in a parking lot. So he like stuck around for 20 freaking minutes this time. Well, he was probably so cocky by this point of like, I can do whatever I want. They're not going to like catch me or I'm not going to get put away for it. So I might as well stick around anyway. And then that was his downfall. Well, it looks like um, he has been caught before because the next line is the man had previous convictions of home invasion, window peeping, indecent exposure, resisting arrest and domestic violence. There it is. His mugshot matches my sketch exactly. From what I could gather, he did one month in prison for evading police while on parole. He was not prosecuted for what he did to me or my neighbor (gasps) nearby, and he's now free to (gasps) creep on whoever he wants. What? Oh, my God. And also, like, so they he had already been arrested before, and you gave a perfect sketch, and they weren't able to compare that? Yeah, really. Like, what's the point of a what's the point if you're not going to use it they should have been able to be like oh that guy's literally in our system okay and now okay 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 (laughs) okay so fucking mad for you i'm so mad for you um i know his name and face and there is a news article about him but i don't know if i can share them since he hasn't been charged with what he did to me he absolutely did not get the justice he deserves absolutely not at all and like i i'm not going to legally encourage you to do anything specific but i would certainly post those pictures i'm not saying you should you're probably much more in the right and you know a lot more about this than i do i would be posting that picture left and fucking right being like this guy fucking did this to me this is his name if you live in my area you better watch the fuck out oh there would be posters up all over the neighborhood yeah and i would deal with the consequences later of like whether or not i should have done that because you know what he shouldn't have done anything he did and he got away with it so anyway the end he ended on my end. Go ahead, Allison. Sorry for the unhappy ending, but I hope you enjoyed my crazy story. We have moved out of that area. Thank, oh, God. thank God. And are doing much better now. Keep up the great work, guys. Stay spooky. Allison, do you have any notes? Because I keep interrupting you just to say the same thing over and over again. It's just terrible. Like, it's just horrible that somebody can, like, intrude on your life like that and there's nothing you can do about it. Like the police aren't responsive. Like it's just awful. Yeah. I'm really glad you moved out of there. And I, I, by the way, I would still be paranoid if I moved. I'd be like, for all we know, he followed us like just out of fear, out of sheer fear that he'd instilled over the years. So sorry you're going through that. I think about this question sometimes this like, would you rather question, which is just really torturing myself. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you, would you rather, have somebody break into your home when you're not home or have somebody like mug you or assault you in person outside of your home maybe i mean uh, wow it's a terrible fucking horrible really terrible would you rather (laughs) 
This is what you think about? <laughs> we I are meant to walking be. down the street like on a sunny day thinking this to myself. And I was like, I, I mean, I, I obviously wrong with things. Obviously fucking neither. And I don't want to pick one and then make that seem like it's less traumatic than the other. But I think without any experience, I would probably pick the thing happening outside. So at least I still felt safe at my home. Mm-hmm. But then I would be scared to be walking on the street every second. Like, who's going to be the one that turns around and does something? You yeah. know, what do you what would you pick? Um, The same one. OK. And I. I'm I was not physically harmed, but I have been mugged and it was terrifying. And like I was afraid of walking around on the street for a long time. I mean, you know that like yeah. I still get scared walking outside at night. Yeah. But the idea of somebody being like in my home, like my safe space, that's like is yeah. terrible. Because even also terrible, even after you got mugged, you were able to go home and like ha- like escape, but like, like feel safe there. But when yeah. someone breaks into the space you're supposed to feel safe in, that's that's so violating in every word, in every sense of the word. So that's I can't believe you Both went through awful. this. Both and, awful. And the fact that what was the name of this person who wrote Jay. this on Jay. The fact that you're able to so openly, I don't know if you're talking about this all the time with people or not, but the fact that you were able to write all of this down and like relive that to tell us, holy crap, like, I'm just so sorry you're going through that. You deserve a hug and a trophy and a thousand dollars all at once. So, yeah. And you've clearly done a lot of work to a lot to get through it. So good. Good for you. That's awesome. (sighs) Wow. Terrible that that happened, though. But thank you for writing in. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it was talk about an unhappy ending. I don't know how to walk away from this except to just say that fucking sucks. And I'm sorry. Um and also to have a little sense of humor about it, like with scaring the poop out of them. I mean, hell, you scared the poop out of someone. Good for you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Blaze and I just went to a New Year's wedding and we have one coming up next weekend. Not a New Year's wedding, but another friend's wedding. And I just love weddings. I feel like I've said that so many times at this point. And that's why I always love telling you all about Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website to a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team, everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts you actually want, Zola takes you from save our date to thanks so much without breaking a sweat. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go. Zola really has become the sort of one-stop shop for wedding planning. I used Zola when I got married and it was an indispensable tool. I could not, I swear to you, I could not have gotten half of the stuff done that I did without Zola on my side. But now Zola, I'm only a little bit bitter, has so many more amazing tools. They have an app. They have all sorts of stuff like that that wedding vendor discovery tool. You know, that is really cool. I, I kind of want to go back. Blaze, should we get married again? Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. And that's why We Drink is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your terms. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I don't know this for a fact, but it's my opinion that there is no easier way to build a website than Squarespace because of this drag-and-drop technology. It gets better every year, and it is just, you when you think it can't get any better and easier, it does. I've been using Squarespace <laughs> since 2017. Um, And in that time, they have just proven themselves to be the best and easiest way to make a website. So anytime I make a website 
for any reason, that's where I go. When you're ready to get started, you can use one of Squarespace's professional website templates with designs for every category, and then you can customize it. You can customize the look, add new content, add features to fit your unique needs. It's just a great spot to have a landing page for you, for your business, for whatever it is you're trying to market or showcase. Squarespace is the best platform to use, in my opinion. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, we've got another story. This is from Krista. He uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject line is random dude confessed murder to me. Whoa, okay. So here we go. (laughs) Krista says, hey there. Hello. Hi. Uh, I'm still in freak out mode. Oh, my. Because, so bear with me as this just happened last night. That's fresh. Oh my God. I like how they confess murder to you and now you're about to confess that murder to us and like have, has anyone called the police? (laughs) But then again, from Jay's story, it doesn't sound like it's going to be useful anyway. So uh, we can be the outcry witness and now we're just paying it forward. Now thousands are going to hear this confession. Lovely. Okay, let's crack into it. A little background first. My son and I travel a lot together and we went to South Padre Island and stayed a week on the ocean. It was beautiful, and we went deep sea fishing. Uh, and while we were there, we we went deep sea fishing while we were there and met a fisherman. My son and him got along really well. He sent me a picture of the two of us, so he then had my number. He seemed nice enough and would send me pictures once in a while, and that changed last night. So you just met this guy on vacation, and every now and then you just exchange pleasantries up until now. I feel like that happens. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's that's great. Yeah. He asked if he could call me. Oh, okay. Red now flag. Red flag already. Someone's, <laughs> someone's trying to call you on the phone. I don't care who it is. That's a red flag. <laughs> at, at the very least, a deep orange flag. Um, <laughs> Even when my mom is like, can I call you? I'm like, oh, my God. My mom no. called me today and I went, oh, like, what is about to happen? I was like, I'm so busy. Please, please make this quick. Um, so something told me it was important to take the call. Well, let me tell you, this dude told me that his day had sucked. I asked why, and he said that his mom had to throw away some of his clothes. Okay, but Allison would love to throw away half my clothes. I'd be bummed, too. Uh, I was like, are you in your 30s? Like, what? Like, <laughs> why? He said he he said they were covered in blood. <laughs> okay. Look, if you all of your clothes were covered in blood, like, yes, I would absolutely make okay. you throw them away. Mostly because, like, why are they covered in blood? You should probably get rid of the evidence. They're about, okay, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for knowing what I need to Actually, do Actually, you should probably burn them. Don't throw them away. Okay. Oh, okay. Now we know where Allison's head goes. <laughs> Nobody take that advice. <laughs> Especially this guy. Um, I said, uh, I asked, oh, well, how did that happen? And then he proceeded to tell me how his friends had killed a guy and his job was to dismember the body. Why? I have so many questions. The first one being... If this had happened to you, why would your first move be to call some person that you met on vacation weeks ago? Maybe he just needed to – maybe he felt that guilty and needed to vent to somebody. And not really, though, because he started the phone call with, oh, I've had a bad day. My clothes got thrown out. Not, oh, I've had a bad day. I dismembered a human. I don't know. Maybe he felt – maybe part of him felt guilty and he needed to talk about it to someone and he picked the, the person who would give a shit the least in theory or like the person least connected to him so he didn't feel like he was totally outing himself yeah because she doesn't know a a lot of info about him anyway 
I guess. I feel like you can do a lot with a phone number. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I also like this person was able to dismember a body. So clearly we have different wavelengths we think on. Um, okay. He went into detail. I learned everything and so much I did not want to know. I would have been recording it all for a confession. Thousand percent. I was just thinking like, I can't believe you stayed on the phone for all of that information. I mean, maybe, yeah, if you were recording it or I guess... I, I think know what I would maybe do. maybe the smartest move is to act like you're like down with it and like because if you <laughs> hang up immediately, my first thought if I if I killed somebody and then I reached out to somebody and they hung up immediately, my first thought would be like, oh no, that person's gonna snitch on me, and like now and the as the caller, I would be nervous because I clearly made it obvious that I was not okay with it and like something was gonna happen to him. I would I would act like I was totally fine with it, get as much information as I could, be ready to be that star witness. You know? Mm, yeah. He went into detail. I learned everything and so much I did not want to know. While I was on the phone with him, I called a friend from my son's phone so she could hear what was going on because who the fuck would believe this was happening? She called the police for me and I got off the call with her and started recording what he was telling me. Good, good, good. So now I am in contact with a South Padre detective. I have sent him the recordings. They aren't sure if anything will come out, but are hoping someone reports the man they killed and dismembered missing. Uh, while I'm kicking myself that this random dude had my number, I guess I should be thankful that he confessed to me. I don't know. It is such a weird thing. I knew I had to write in to tell the world that this happened because I'm still in shock and horror. Thank you for all you do. And thank you for bringing creepy and crimey stories to us every week. You've gotten me through a lot of car drives and my son loves to hear the spooks. I love to hear the crimes. Stay safe and don't go deep sea fishing. <laughs> don't worry. I won't. They throw more than just fish into the ocean. Oh, okay. So, hmm. Also, like, just like this is why introverts are like, see, don't make friends on vacation. You might find this yourself. Is exactly why I don't make friends on vacation. <laughs> might end up, end up in a sticky situation. I would like to know how the conversation ended. Like, like the phone call. How, how did it end? Where she was like, ah, oh, well, anyway, I got dinner on the stove. I hope tomorrow's better. Yeah. What Or like, what do you like? Was she like, damn, what do you think you're going to do about that? Like, like, how did what were what were her responses to the things he was saying? Because if she was trying to play it cool to get as much information as possible, super smart, but also understandable if everything she said was like holding back throw up, like I'd be so grossed out. I don't know how I would love to know like how that both sides of that phone call went. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. Okay. Here's uh, another one. This is from Nikki. Who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for your normalizing pronouns, Nikki. Thanks, Nikki. Okay, the subject line is between you and us? Oh, I love when they end with a question oh. mark because nobody's sure of the situation. Uh, so it starts, hi, Christine, M, Eva, animal friends, and new ATWD, baby. Love little baby. <laughs> the little baby. My stories are short but terrifying for me. I'm sure that means they'll be terrifying for us as well. <laughs> I bought a house in December 2017, and the people we bought it from were young, but kept referring to their grandfather. Colorado doesn't require you to disclose if someone is murdered or dies by suicide in the house. Mm, true. I had a weird feeling the grandpa died in the house or while he was living there since it was the granddaughter selling it to us. Oh, okay. I didn't want to smudge it and piss him off, so I just told him thank you so much for letting me buy and live in this wonderful house. That's, well, that's nice. Very that's very polite. And uh, I also like that the seller was like, I'm going to give you the character 
the like if something goes on i did have a grandfather at one point and then just kind of faded off into the darkness (laughs) you know um okay nikki says i lived in the house for a little over a month before my roommate moved in and it and was terrified every single night but assumed it was because i always lived with my parents and this was my first time living alone Mm. Right off the bat, I always heard weird noises in the house, but attributed it to being an old house and it makes weird creaking noises. Okay. But also every time, like I said, every time I'm alone, I'm like, what's that? (laughs) I think every person who has written in so far would agree with you that it's fair to be nervous. Also, Eva did not tell us that it seems like the theme so far is like creepy fucking people in your house. That seems to be like scary things that happen when you're alone at home. (laughs) Yeah. That's the overarching theme so far. Happy Halloween, everyone. All right. In my bedroom, the closet doors were mirrors, and my dresser on one of the other walls also had a mirror attached. I'm sure you know where this is going. I don't want to know where this is going, but we're going to find out. I woke up one night sitting straight up looking at myself in the mirror and saw my mouth smiling in one of the no-teeth creepy grins. See ya! (gasps) See ya! I thought I was tripping and started moving my mouth all sorts of ways, but the creepy grin mirror reflection stayed the same. I also looked to the side in my dresser mirror and it was the same. I turned on the TV and covered my face enough to not see the mirrors. Now I wish I would have taken a pic of myself to see if it was real. Selfie. (laughs) (laughs) But first, let me take a selfie. Hashtag mirror selfie. (laughs) Safe to say I stayed up most of the night watching shows to distract me from my horror. Anyone who knows me knows I'm the biggest scaredy cat alive. I mean, I don't think it takes a scaredy cat to be scared of that situation. Yo, when your face is like not not doing what you're doing with it. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't know if that's like a doppelganger hiding in the mirror or if they're trying to give you like hallucinations or like, I don't, I don't like any of it. I don't like any of it. Mm -mm. Flash forward a few months, I was having a nightmare and woke up and immediately had to check my surroundings. The way my bed was situated in my room, I could see out the door to the living room. I saw a large male figure in my living room walking towards my kitchen. No. Am I the only one who can't sleep with the door open? Like, if the door's open, I would like to know what this. (laughs) Well, (laughs) if they can walk through the door. It's like um... being under the covers, though. It's like, okay, you can't get me if I'm under the covers. Yeah, it's a nice, like, I'm sure there's, like, some, like, psychological, you know, you're faking yourself out feeling like you're more enclosed. More safe than you actually are. Yeah. Yeah. Just the thought of, like, sleeping with an open door to the living room, like, gives me the creeps. Well, you know what freaks me out is that it's, so, it's definitely getting more comfortable. I would feel like you would, the, the situations would be reversed, though, where, like, you would see someone walking in a different room first, and then later you would see, see, you would see something interacting with you in bed at night. Like, I feel like it would get braver and braver and closer and closer, but maybe, but it could be like, Oh, it's just me and my eyes are playing tricks on me to like, Oh, there's literally somebody in my house. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I saw a a large male figure in my living room walking toward my kitchen. Obviously, like in the scary movies, my dumbass had to get out of the bed to see if there was really a man in my house. My dumbass would be (laughs) under the covers going, I'm safe here. Yeah, I would be, uh, I don't know what I'd be doing, but it would not be getting out of bed and looking around. Um, My childhood home was broken into and burglarized when I was young, so I have an extreme fear of that now. Fair enough. You're not alone, apparently. 
I walked through the house, turned on all the lights, checked the doors and windows, and woke up my poor roommate because I was so scared. Luckily, we recently sold the house and parted ways, and I haven't had anything weird happen since. Oh, that's good. Okay. Oh, oh, and that's it. Oh, yeah, that's okay. it. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, after proofreading that, I realized I, it was not as short as I said at the beginning of my email. Oops, it was it was pretty short. So very concise. Anyways, I cannot wait to see the live show in Denver in April 2022. Love you all. Thanks for reading, Nikki. Nikki, you know who else is going to be at that Denver show? Uh, I think my mom is going to be at that show. Oh, yeah. So you can. I don't know say hi to her i don't know that's my nightmare is my mom at my live show so um maybe i'll be there too will you i don't know maybe we're still gonna go to meow wolf in denver right if at some point if if denver is where my mom's supposed to go and you and i have plans to go to meow wolf and i we have to take my mother to meow let's wolf, take linda to meow wolf with us my mom would love it she loves a good a good selfie opportunity which is all that fun. meow wolf is okay well, fun fact, everyone, we just decided that we're taking my mom to Meow Wolf. Mom, if you're listening, get ready, pack your bags. And Nikki, thank you for your story. Uh, have fun meeting my mom and baby, we'll see you at Meow Wolf. Glad you got out of there. Glad you got out of there. So we got one more story to end it all on, I think. I want to make sure that that was the last one. Yes. Okay. So we've got one more. Uh, and this is from Chelsea, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Chelsea. The subject line is my great grandmother predicted the gender of my baby through your podcast, more specifically Eva from beyond the grave. I'm overwhelmed at this subject line. And I think this is where the Eva ego kicks in. It's gotta be. She saved it for last. She saved it for last, of course. So lo and behold, everyone's nice and scared and terrified in their own homes right now. And Eva gets a moment in the limelight. So let's kick it off. Hello, everyone, and especially Eva. Okay, Eva. Wow. <laughs> Again, I'll try not to be offended. <laughs> no, everyone uh, raised your glasses to Eva anyway, because she really does do everything. You deserve the credit. I just, it's, I wonder how, I wonder how you and a ghost conspired a gender reveal, though. I'm, I'm curious to see how this goes. I'm like, not surprised, but I'm also intrigued. Yeah, I've heard the story <laughs> a million times in different ways. I'm excited for a new version. There's a synchronicity... Uh, this is a synchronicity story for sure. Maybe a little paranormal. I was extremely close to my great grandmother growing up and she passed away when I was 12. Despite that, I have always felt her presence with me from a music box. She gifted my mother that would randomly play while sitting next to her picture to still smelling her perfume in the doorway of her house years after she passed a few weeks before I got pregnant. I kept having dreams that I would be pregnant soon. Mm. The last dream before I found out was my great grandmother telling me I would have a baby girl. This was around June, 2019. I found out I was pregnant in July and told my husband that if I was, that if it was a girl, uh oh, (laughs) if I was a girl, I found it. I was pregnant in July and told my husband that if it was a girl, I wanted to name her after my great grandmother. And it is the only name he wouldn't fight me on. I told my family and we kept seeing her name everywhere. I was also driving a ton for work pre COVID and was caught up on the podcast. October came around and y'all did your Halloween episode. Cue random anxiety attack while driving when Eva decides to be Louise Belcher for Halloween and Christine said, Eva Louise, Eva Louise, (laughs) repeatedly. That's when I absolutely knew that my child would be named after my great-grandmother, Eva Louise. What? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. 
Wow, what are the odds? Okay, I found out a few weeks later that I was indeed having a girl. I now have a beautiful and healthy 18-month-old that refuses to respond to said name (laughs) when doing questionable things. Thank you all for being amazing, and congrats to the new baby, Christine. She's gorgeous. Wow, Eva, really? And Eva, it's her middle name's Louise, too. I know she was dressed as Louise Belcher, but her middle name is Louise. Louise or Louisa? Louise. Eva Louise Gross? Eva? No, um, but uh, anyway, so now your baby shares first and middle name with Eva. That's so fun. Wow, that's so fun. I'm, you know, I'm, oh, nailed it. Oh, Eva just texted me saying that is my, her middle name. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, super duper. Well, congratulations on your little baby, Eva. Um, and uh, thank you for writing in, Chelsea. It was very nice. That was a good way to end it because the other ones were really really scary so i'm glad this one was just a little spooky yeah what a fun spooky story to end on and also i love that your great grandmother from uh beyond was like i'm going to get that baby named after me no matter what i have to do and then worked through uh eva dresses louise belcher and made sure that the name just got shouted at you in the car well grandma was also doing the work by like letting her know you know (laughs) oh also eva's also named after her great grandmother eva by the way wait is that what? not the craziest? Is Eva your baby? <laughs> well, thank you everybody for uh, writing in and I hope everyone has a happy November. There's only one more listener stories this year and then we're in 2022. Very creepy, creepy, creepy. Oof. Uh, I, did I just blow your mind a little bit? It's mind blown. Whoa. Well, time. Time you. passes. <laughs> and uh, I think Miss Allison is going to be uh, having that listeners episode with us too are you gonna be on for that one i mean we'll see i mean probably yes but like if nobody addresses an email to me then like maybe not (laughs) depending on how many comments uh on on youtube say that she's pretty i guess is is what we'll get allison convinced to do or not i'd like to hear about my my big brain and my sharp wit as well and your your phone voice your phone voice talk about my phone voice yeah all, all the good things and if you happen to be an Eva, whose uh, great-grandmother is also named Eva, then welcome to the club. There's apparently two sets of you out there. There should be a whole club for Eva Louises. That'd be so fun. There you have it. Bada-bing, bada-boom. <laughs> oh! Okay. Uh, and? That's why we drink. Yay! Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. Tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.